Coming at you live from 110 Studio in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. Happy New Year, gang. Thanks for joining us. My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on the Twitter and the Instagram. That gentleman right there is the legendary DMAC underscore LA. Also on Twitter and Instagram, we are Dodgers Nation on Twitter and Instagram. Doug, happy New Year, my friend. How are you doing? Are you ready for some sports ball? I'm doing great. 2023 is the year of the Dodger, and I'm um, hopefully we can put this, put everything together, make some nice trades, make some signings, and really get this team where it needs to be heading into this season. But I'm feeling good. I think new year, new us. I think it's going to be a big year. To be bigly, quite Big. bigly. Guys, drop your, uh, your drop your area codes in the chat. Let us know where you're representing Dodgers Nation tonight here on January 2nd, first show of the year. It feels like it's been a whole long while since we've been doing this, so we'll see if we remember how to do it. But on today's show, yeah, new year, new us, and uh, we got to talk a little bit about that Trevor Bauer situation this week. We will learn whether or not the Dodgers choose to release the embattled pitcher or activate him and see what they have to say about that uh mlb news gotta look a little bit what's going on around the league dodgers new year's resolutions we're gonna come up with some stuff doug has a whole bunch of things we got the guys in the studio they're gonna talk a little bit about it as well and a whole lot more before we get into the show we're gonna remind you this is a podcast we are on itunes spotify everywhere your podcasts are available we are there go subscribe you know leave a review if you can leave a five-star rating if you could do that it'd mean a whole lot to us but let us get into some comments what do you got on the screen there, Douglas. Got a lot of area codes. We got John from the 914. We got Luis from Camarillo. <laughs> we got Time and Again over on YouTube. Says Go Blue in Chico, NorCal. We've got Sarah from the 307. We got Alishiva from YouTube. Says Let's Go Dodgers. So everyone's excited. We got Beverly Hills in the house. Rich kids. Oh, that's where I want to be. <laughs> Living Dang in Beverly it. Hills. Shout out to Weezer. <laughs> Uh, we got uh, Anthony Keene, our boy. Happy New Year, Anthony Keene, holding down the 310 up here in the San Francisco Bay. So, yeah, you guys, let's talk some Dodger baseball. Everyone's dropping the zip codes, area codes there, actually. We let's got go. Sean Lesko Doyers mixed on Bauer, 206 Seattle. So, yeah, I think that is the consensus right now. A lot of fans <laughs> are mixed when it comes yeah. to Trevor Bauer. Should the Dodgers reinstate him to that 40-man roster? Should they release him? He's going to be very expensive no matter what. They're going to owe him $22.5 million yeah. regardless, so I'm sure we're going to get into that in a few seconds here. We got a lot of people from the 909 repping. We got, uh, I got jams from Palm Springs. We got Victor. Bauer needs to be a Dodger, period. Yeah, this might be one of the most polarizing Topics in Dodgerland in the last 10, 15 years. A lot of strong opinions about Trevor Bauer, whether or not the Dodgers should bring him back. A lot of people want to see him back on the bump for L.A. Some fans think they should turn the page. But, hey, the good news is we're going to figure that out this week because January yeah. 6th is the deadline the Dodgers have to make a decision. Maybe it comes sooner than that. We talked to Bill Shaken on Friday, like yeah, I said. stuff with uh, Bill. It was so hard for me not to say what's shaking, Bill, when that interview started. But I stayed professional, right, Noah? And, uh, yeah, he just to have a guy who's been covering that story so closely from yep. wire to wire, to say there is a chance based on the fact that they hadn't made that move yet was very interesting. But, uh, yeah, I'm very interested to get some of your takes on Trevor Bauer in a little bit, Clint. Yeah, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be as smart as I can about it because either way, people are coming at you with pitchforks. And it's just it's a tough situation to talk about. Um, so I'm not going to give any hot takes here because this is live. But there is something positive in the stream. Mark Geller says 45 days or so until pitchers and catchers report. So it's almost a real new year because that's when 
life life begins again spring and all that the hope springs eternal when pitchers and catchers report it's my favorite holiday february 14th pitchers and catchers report that's the day. That's <laughs> yeah. That's how I base my years too. I mean, it starts uh, pitchers and catchers report the excitement. Hopefully, this team will look just a little different before yeah. that date starts. I'm hoping for a couple more moves, even if it's just on the margins there. But yeah, I mean, just before we blink, we're going to be talking about Dodger baseball in action, and uh, yeah, football seasons. Coming to an end, of course, you got the postseason fantasy team loss. So I'm ready for some good Dodger news pretty <laughs> yeah, soon. Yeah, how you how you recovering from the coming in second place in your fantasy football league? I came in second, but you in know, that I'm, rigged league in that rigged Mickey. You know, came in second, let a lot of fans down, but we had a good year and we got a nice core moving forward. But fantasy baseball is gonna be my focus. Take it in the hopefully start fantasy baseball league, but uh, <laughs> he ain't got that kind of time. You guys are his fantasy, and this is a uh, baseball talk. So yeah, let's talk Trevor Bauer. You guys know the situation. Uh, everything happened after our last stream. Doug has put out a number of, of great videos on our YouTube channel. Check it out if you haven't seen any of them yet. Uh, subscribe, hit the bell, leave a comment. Let us know your thoughts there. Be reasonable in the comments here, please. This is, um, you know, this this. It, it's a it, what is the word I'm looking for? It's a triggering conversation yeah, for a lot of people in a lot of ways. But but really, the important thing to to uh, um, emphasize in the early goings of this is to not downplay or downgrade or or minimize any claims of sexual abuse, sexual assault. Just to say that, so I don't want to see anybody in the comments saying that somebody's a gold digger or a home wrecker or lying or anything because we don't know the full situation for people to say he you know he's innocent that that's an inaccurate way of saying it because somebody you know they couldn't find enough evidence to charge a, a an individual with something it innocent would infer that yeah you went to trial you're you're innocent or guilty here there was not enough evidence because of whatever people found in their investigation but anyways i don't want to dig into too much of that i just want to point out uh be smarter with your choice of words in talking about something like this because the important thing is like yeah maybe in this situation maybe there is foul play maybe there's something like that but to say to, to just come right out and say like oh somebody was trying to you know be a gold digger or whatever it, it just it delegitimizes, you know, legitimate claims. And again, it's a very tough. It's a nuance. It's an ugly situation. That's why we avoid it. Like the plague it is on this network. It's not fun to talk about because people just aren't fair. <laughs> they aren't realistic when you're talking about this thing. They, it's every hot take you can get as soon as you, you can possibly get it out there. Um, and, you know, people are, are going to have their opinions formulated and they're not going to change until maybe we hear from sides hear from the Dodgers in this case hear from Bauer in this particular case or whatever but we also can't hear about that because I mean let's be real Trevor Bauer's not going to talk about it he's not going to say what happened because you could potentially incriminate yourself in anything you say you might say one wrong word of course he's a guy that is relatively he thinks about what he's going to say before he says it a lot of the times uh you would at least hope in this case but anyways i don't know if any of that had any meaning but yeah the dodgers have a decision to make by friday january 6th funny enough <laughs> 
Uh, are they going to cut this guy or are they going to let him pitch? I know uh, you've seen the comments. We've seen the, the, the results of polls. It seems like a lot of fans would like to see Trevor Bauer pitching for this team. And you, you like you were saying, like you're paying the dude either way sort of thing. Um, let him pitch. But I don't know. I, I guess I'm going to throw to you and let you uh, <laughs> face, the, face the music, face the gunfire here. Yeah, I mean, I think what you are made, the takes, man? I mean, I agree with your sentiment on pretty much everything you said. I mean, there's you can go so many different angles with this Trevor Bauer story and try to speculate on certain things that we just don't know yeah. the facts or the realities. So the way I like to discuss anything involving the Trevor Bauer situation is how will the front office handle this? And I try to yeah. put on my front office glass and say, how will they deal with the facts that they've been provided? And the first... That's that's where it really will start. And the reality is when Major League Baseball made their ruling and the arbitrator made their ruling, well, they're not going to get that information. The Dodgers yeah. aren't going to be privy to all the information that MLB had in their investigation. And the bottom line is, even though that suspension was reduced, it was reduced to 194 games and still the longest suspension under the sexual yeah. assault and abuse policy that's been around for seven years. Now, will he be back? Well, right now, all signs point to no. And I think you can look at the fact that this organization, even shortly thereafter, they really distanced themselves from Trevor Bauer pretty much immediately. Immediately. Then back in 2021, my, when Mike DiGiovanna did that story where he said that the, the Dodgers clubhouse. don't want him back under any circumstances, and then John Heyman said that they didn't want Trevor Bauer back. But I think the way you look at it is, look, they're going to owe money no matter what. Yeah. And is there a way you could possibly get some financial relief by reinstating him, then trying to trade him and maybe attach some prospects, get something in return? I think people just don't want, don't like the idea when you look at the cost cutting this offseason, when you look at the fact that the Dodgers haven't been going across that $233 million threshold. I was yeah. talking about in the in the video of the Christmas, like Christmas vacation. He doesn't, <laughs> Clark Griswold didn't get that bonus check. <laughs> to bring in that new pull. But uh, I think the Dodgers, they're looking at this and they're saying, hey, this is a PR situation where you're going to have to answer some very difficult questions. And you look at the type of pitcher that he is. Trevor Bauer hasn't pitched for almost, well, would be almost two years. Yep. And yes, the he doesn't have the sticky stuff, the spider tack <laughs> where he unlocked the code. But still, I think Trevor Bauer could be a very effective pitcher. I mean, he was struggling with giving up home runs, but I still think the Dodgers, they could use a guy that could eat innings and be effective. But I think at this point, when you look at this organization, you look at 2016 with Araldis Chapman, they at the yeah. winter meetings, they struck a deal for Chapman. And then when it came out that he was when he had those domestic violence issues and he was ultimately traded to the Yankees and then suspended yeah. Dodgers pulled out of that deal. But for people that bring that up, Julio Urias, yes. he was suspended. He did his time. The Dodgers reinstated him. But the thing about Trevor Bauer is look at the end of the day, the Dodgers will have paid almost $65 million to a, to a pitcher to pitch 17, 17 games. games. Yeah. It's almost $4 million to start. And this is an organization that makes a lot of money. If you look at the revenue, you talk about you know $50 Micheladas, $100 parking, $2,000 Dodger dogs. Look, I think that the fans shouldn't be punished for their decision one way or the other on Trevor Bauer. If they... Yeah made a mistake in signing him where they weren't able to get the value from him. Well, look, that that signing took place before the 2021 season, right? So they knew that he was probably going to opt out before then if he had success on the mound and yeah. try to get himself a new deal. But there are some ways to look at it. I mean, if they bring Trevor Bauer back, he's going to be on his best behavior. He's going to try to get another deal. But like I said, I think that's just too 
a too hard of a pill for the too big of a pill for the Dodgers to swallow. And just knowing on how buttoned up this organization is and how much they want to avoid controversy like that. And just look at the personnel on this team. It's like a bunch of choir boards. You got Freddie Freeman and yeah. Mookie Betts. I mean, it's playing. also like we were talking. About, we, like we've been talking about this offseason. It's going to be a very different looking team. You know, the the man is out of there with with uh, Justin Turner now a Red Sox. Yeah. Um, it's it's a different looking clubhouse, and the, you know the veterans that have been around. What there's like three, four people left from the 2017 team or somewhere in that pocket. I forget because I don't remember all of them um, on the roster right now, but it, it's it's a different feeling clubhouse. It's a different look. It's a, a, a team that got its, you know, got hit in the, the teeth last October that could be willing and open to anything to kind of right the ship, as it were, and not lose in October. But like you're saying, there's the PR nightmare either way is is the understatement of the year for for this um this situation because if they do choose if the the team do does choose to uh reinstate him to the 40 man roster they're saying hey this guy's going to be one of our guys who goes out there every fifth day and and throws the baseball you got to have a, a a really good reason why to uh, a a very vocal and and large group of fans why you're choosing to do this what um what makes you feel like this is the right guy you're you you are the dodgers you're supposed to exemplify i don't know something to people you're not supposed to be a team that goes out and gets the oldest chapman's very different situations but you, you know if you have the opportunity yeah you would i in, in uh you in, in theory here would cut somebody that has this much baggage attached to them but then you know, I don't know. There's, there's so many ways to go with it because I want to talk about both sides with that. But then, you know, they do they do cut him. Let, let's be real. Uh, this pitchers and his, his people, they love litigation. They are going to sue the Dodgers. They, uh, I feel very strongly they will find a way to sue the Dodgers, sue baseball for, you know, lost wages and whatever. And they're going to cite because, you know, they have um, steadfast said, you know, they did nothing wrong. They also kind of admitted to some things that happened. I'm going to be very general and not specific about anything I'm saying. You want any more, go read our content, DodgersNation.com or any of the other spots. But um, I don't know. I, I, this is always hard because I, I feel like I have to bite my tongue so much on this. Well, I think there's just a big misconception out there. I think one thing that no one should ever put in the comments is he was found innocent or he was yeah, found innocent because this legally had nothing to do with with major league baseball's investigation you had three accusers there they conduct their own investigation they're a private entity major league baseball can do whatever they want when it comes to their standards and their policies so the fact that he wasn't charged means nothing as far as yeah. whether or not that he returns to the dodgers but to me i think big picture what i pe i think people are missing out in all this is they're so close to that 233 million dollar cbt yeah. that with the incentives with the incentives and escalators to noah Syndergaard, congratulations to noah for getting your guy <laughs> some of these arbitration projections that could be yeah all over the place. I think this organization, when you look at this rotation as it stands right now, they knew that they needed another guy even before the 2021 season when you had a healthy Dustin May and a Walker Buehler and a Julio Urias. So I think this organization knows it needs one more frontline starter. And I think they realize that, hey, 
we are going to pay Bauer. We're going to eat that money to make him go away. And we're also going to be active on the trade market. I think that this organization, from an optics standpoint, they're going to realize how important that is. Because if you look at this yes. rotation right now, Julio Urias, Clayton Kershaw, you have Dustin May, you have Tony Gonson, you have Syndergaard right there in the middle. And then That's Brooks. five guys. And then you have all the young guys you're trying to bring in with Pepio, with, with uh, Gavin Stone, with Bobby Miller, and then Grove and Andre Andre Jackson. Jackson that can go and help you give you some innings that I think that to me when it comes to this Bauer situation I think this organization is still going to be very invested in next year's team and I think they realize that hey we're going to eat that money because if we bring Trevor Bauer back into the fold one we just don't know the kind of pitcher we're going to get yeah. is he worth that kind of headache if you consider it that and I do think also this team does is to an extent considering what the current roster thinks with Dave Roberts and the clubhouse culture that he's developed for so many years does bring back Trevor Bauer and the distraction of that throw a wrench yeah, into that. that. That's a distraction that will follow you to every baseball stadium you go. Yeah. That's just, that's, you know, that's how fan fandom works. That's how, you know, the, the social media era, especially these people following along the whole way fan other fan bases, you know, wanting to really go see these games so they can either, share their support or rain down hailfire of booze they're it's going to follow them every single city they stop yeah exactly i mean look the way i look clint i mean the way i look at this stuff i want the dodgers to win the world series i want to win baseball games right the way i look at it is this <laughs> who's that <laughs> no. oh hi guys no um so the way that i like i mean and the thing is, if you bring trevor bauer back does that make the Dodgers less likely to pull off a trade for Corbin Burns or pull off a trade for another starting pitcher during the season? I would say the answer to that is yes, because he's back in your rotation. You're already in a position where you're probably going to have to flirt with some sort of six man rotation at some point. I think you kind of build, you kind of bake into the year. The fact that Clayton Kershaw will have a little over 20 starts. Tony Gonson's dealt with injuries. Dustin yeah. May dealt with that back injury at the end of last season. So I think this team, they know what they need. I think they realize that they are just a few pieces away from being up there with the Mets and the Padres and some of these paper champions right now. Yeah. And I just think the Bauer situation is fan fascinating, but the way I try to look at it and tell fans, look, you, I can give you my opinion on what I think about if they should or they shouldn't, but at the end of the day, that's irrelevant towards what the Dodgers do. I try yeah. to look at the Dodgers patterns through the years, and it just would be a shocker to me to see the Dodgers bring him back based on all the information that has been out there. John Heyman's report about the Dodgers not wanting him back as a team. You saw some information too. I think what it came down to is they're a little blindsided by the timing of it yeah, heading right the into it. They, I, I've been telling people about it. Like I imagine, you know what? This happened late on on Thursday. Everybody's it's a couple days before Christmas. People they they set their out of office reminders on on yeah. email. They close down the laptop. All right, guys, see you next year. And then they get the message. Yeah, yeah. it'll be independent arbitrator. Blah blah blah. And they're like, yeah. Fuck. They're like, they're like, that sounds like a 2023 problem. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'll get I, back I to self-muted myself. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Cody. And pro, my, he's a pro on the board. My question to you, just kind of get into it. Like, do you, what do you think? How do you think the market will be for Trevor Bauer? Do you think there'll be a lot of teams lining up to try to sign up for that league it's, minimum? Because he could provide some of the best value out there on the market. A $720,000 Trevor Bauer, who's not going to be 2020 Cy Young, 3000 RPM spin rate Bauer. But if you can get yeah. a 2018 serviceable yeah. <laughs> middle of your rotation Bauer, I mean, that can help a lot of teams. Yeah. I mean, he's not a 20, he's definitely not going to be a 25, $30 million pitcher for, for a while. Um, but uh, you know, I, I I do wonder, like whatever the Dodgers need, are going to need to say something, whatever decision they make. Why are you cutting Bauer? 
he served his time. There were no charges filed. The um, the restraining order was not uh, did not go through the full restraining order. However, they say that I'm not a lawyer. Hashtag not a lawyer. Uh, all of these things point to he did his time. He should be allowed to play the game again. Why are you guys not allowing him to do that? And you almost wonder about the the owners' fraternity too, or and and you know the influence of the league. It's like, hey, is he going to get blacklisted silently? Is he going to get Barry Bonds? Where you know, <laughs> he yeah. If you sign him, there's the you're going to have to face the the wrath of Rob Manfred because we know Rob Manfred does not like uh, Mr. Trevor Bauer and his camp. I mean, I think that angle, you can't deny it. Yeah. I really do. But, but I do also, also think there are yeah. also going to be teams that are out there. Yeah. Like, AJ Preller is the, the guy with the yellow suit behind the I mean, tree. I, his I, hands I, like I that. just think of the headlines. Looking for him. Of Dodgers release, pitch, right-handed pitcher Trevor Bauer. Padres sign, right-handed pitcher Trevor Bauer to Major League Minimum, who's being paid by the Dodgers to go and beat them yeah no i mean can he help teams there's no question about it can he still be effective was he a good pitcher before the this before using sticky stuff in the spider tag yes he was but like i said there's a lot of baggage that comes with trevor bauer and you are every fifth day it's an event it's a show before and after his starts and i just think that this dodger team they are adamant on trying to develop some of their young pitchers you got guys they signed noah Syndergaard, who Syndergaard and trevor bauer they've gotten some twitter beefs in uh the last few years that'd be very interesting but i do think at the end of the day trevor bauer most likely based on everything that we've seen probably will be released i think some people ask me hey doug why don't they just keep him and not pay him but i mean you don't want to do that it's you, not worth you, it if, if yeah. he's if he's active and he's eligible you have to play a pitcher or else the mlbpa is you'll get a grievance you. you'll get a grievance we got something got a super chat what's up Cody on dodgers nation what's up guys uh call call me m4 says five dollars super chat thank you for the Woo! super chat by the way who cares about what twitter thinks they're not the target audience they don't watch baseball the people who care want him back um i don't agree with that take in the way it was worded appreciate the super chat we'll engage on this um twitter is a very very engaged sporting platform pre and post elon musk yeah. <laughs> um or pre and in elon musk era they the people who watch baseball really watch baseball and to um i guess combat what you're saying is the twitter like polling crowd we're seeing majority want trevor bauer back on the team yeah, they I mean, most of the loud crowd is wanting him back. I mean, every poll that you've seen, even whether it be our polls that have almost 15,000, 20,000 votes, yeah. over 60%, closer to 70% yeah, yeah, want to see Bauer back on the mound for the Dodgers. LA Times has over 50%. So the fans have spoken. They want to see Bauer back. But those fans that do not, I mean, you look at the... I'm not comparing his situation to Carlos Correa's situation, but if the Dodgers were looking at something similar and they were considering that 40% of the fan base that didn't want Carlos Correa, well, it doesn't necessarily mean that they think the majority is the factor in their decision. I think it's always complicated and nuanced with the Dodgers. They're considering every single angle of this. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, you look, I mean, everyone it's, says, oh, the Dodgers are going to get, you know, are getting bit hard with this one. Look, let's, let's, this is not a guy they signed well, to a six-year deal, right? They bit themselves hard by signing it because they faced a whole bunch of scrutiny and backlash when it happened. And 
you know, in the Zoom introductory press conference, you know, they faced some hard questions about it. They said they vetted this guy. I don't think they expected this situation to happen. Maybe just more, you know, things based around social media and his people coming after people because he, you know, he tweets X, Y, or Z or whatever. Um, you can't, you can't, you can't plan for this. Um, but the team's going to face a whole hell of a lot of backlash but, either way. But look at the, I mean, look at, there's so many, con, so many deals in the past. We've seen the Dodgers eat bad money in the past. I mean, we've seen so many different examples of that. So this team has shown that, Hey, we will pay guys to not even, I mean, look at uh, I mean, just David price, even though he performed, I mean, they've had <laughs> yeah. some bad contracts, Carl Crawford. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, there's it's, uh, um, Homer Bailey, for example. I mean, they've had some contracts yeah. where they're willing it, to pay it, the it, money. What makes it tougher is the fact that, yeah, they want to get under that, that two thirty three, or at least that was the hope that was the goal. And then they kind of figured, Hey, Oh, or learned or realized that this is a, a likely reality that the suspension was going to be reduced. They just didn't know if it was going to be retroactive to last year, and they yeah. have to give, you know, hand out back pay. Luckily, they're able to understand under that, able to stay under that salary luxury tax threshold last year. They were not. My bad. They tried for a second, and then they did not. Anyways, words. Um, I don't. I really hate talking about this thing. Yeah, <laughs> I've always get, hated it. Yeah, I've always hated this man because I just. I I just hear I just I hear the 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 idiot tweets at me about dumb things and it just makes it, it makes it frustrating. But um one note I just, I just wanted to throw in here because I had it open from the official MLB statement um they said on Thursday today the neutral arbitrator selected by MLB and the MLBPA affirmed affirmed that Trevor Bauer violated Major League Baseball's joint domestic violence, sexual assault, and child abuse policy. So, yeah, by the letter of the policy, even the independent arbitrator said, yeah, we agree something happened that violated this policy. They just didn't agree with the length of the suspension. The length of the suspension happened because Bauer and his people were trying to fight it tooth and nail, saying we don't deserve any of this suspension, and MLB threw the book at them to make a statement which they did and now they look like idiots so anyways i just want to throw that in there but yeah there's there's a there's a stake and there's a payroll and there's a super chat another super chat cmz another five dollar super chat thank you guys for Woo! donating again really appreciate it cmz said keep them all keep right who? keep who i don't know keep cody keep hey, cody. Where to Thanks, keep guys. cody yeah. Cody gets to keep a job, baby. I'm, I'm totally fine with fans out there that want to say keep Trevor Bauer. That's they want to see Everybody's the Dodgers to put I together want, the best roster. What to you compete. want, what yeah. they want, doesn't mean shit. It's what what Stan Caston, what Mark Walter want to deal with. It's what they think Dave Roberts can handle. It's what they think, and this is in a clubhouse without Justin Turner, who was his number one voice, Dave Roberts' number one voice in that clubhouse. And it's, you know, what kind of questions does Magic want to answer as a partial owner of the team? Uh, you know, you got to look at, 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 I mean, really all the ownership for sure. Billie Jean King's a part of the ownership group. Does she want to be associated with this kind of thing? There's so many other voices that actually matter in this. Yeah. None of ours, none of yours matter in this and what you want. That's the way it goes. It's, and it's going to come down to poor Andrew Friedman having to, you know, face the, the wrath of of whatever the decision is ultimately going to be but yeah what is at stake um either a full season of uh scrutiny or a couple weeks of it 
Yeah. That's really what's at stake for the team. Either way, the money is is dead money. Do you want do you want to you know throw out a flyer on on somebody who maybe can still pitch at the big league level? And you know we were talking a little bit before the show. It's like yeah, people get injured, come back from Tommy John a year and a half later, and they they pitch and they're normal or better. We see the videos. We know Trevor Bauer is pitching. He's I mean pitching to a, a not very good baseball hitter, <laughs> not major league talent. Um, so you don't know if he can still get out big league hitting, as it were. But, um, you know, the important thing is, though, your opinion does not matter. Thank you. Super chat. Another super chat. Call Woo! me M4. Thank you again for another $5 super chat. He said, fair point. I'm going to say one thing. After the season that shall not be named, we need good players. He could help us immensely. Pros outweigh cons. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. I mean, it's a fair opinion. I mean, I think on yeah, the surface, everybody's opinion is fair. For sure. To be honest. Yeah. I mean, look, th there's no question about it. Is he one of the top? 30, 40 pitchers in Major League Baseball when he's healthy, when he's stretched out. There's no question about it, but it's the polarization of the opinions that people have towards him that it's not going to go away. If they reinstate him and he's continuing to pitch for the Dodgers, he's going to have to answer these questions all yeah. season long. It's going to feel like a little bit of a cloud. And I think this organization, like you said, mentioned mentioning the suspension itself and the fact that what the arbitrator ruled in it is that that's just not going to sit well with this Dodgers organization. I think at the end of the day, we can say whatever we want. We can talk until we're Dodger blue in the face, but this organization is going to do what they want to do as mm -hmm. far as an optic standpoint. I think that if you follow this organization for years now, it's pretty obvious and clear yeah. what they're going to do because let's be honest here. This is an organization that for some people think they're the at Los Angeles Pirates or the Tampa Bay Dodgers. No, this is the Los Angeles Dodgers. $22.1 million is a drop in the bucket, and I think think yes they were probably looking at the 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 possibility of staying under that cbt as yeah. a way that could benefit them there's no question about it that would help them with future signings but when you're that close and you don't have a eight to ten million dollar cushion or anything like that unless you want to cut salary in some way you're going to eclipse that you're going to blow past that and you're going to have to pay for the overages <laughs> and the dodgers knowing that you can't waste the primes of mookie and freddie possibly the last year of clay and kershaw and julio urias this team is going to go out mm -hmm. there and get another starting pitcher at the end of the day if it's another starting pitcher that's better than the current version of Trevor Bauer. If you're playing 3D chess, everyone's saying, yeah, he can come back and help this team. There's no question about it. But it's, I think it's a little more complicated than that because Trevor Bauer being back means less opportunities for Bobby Miller and that Gavin Stone and Ryan Pepio and then even Dustin May and Tony Gonsolin, even though Gonsolin made the all-star team last year, really hasn't truly solidified himself as a, a starting pitcher you can really count on from wire to wire. So I think that it definitely would throw a wrench into what they're trying to accomplish. But yeah, there's just so many different ways to work, to look at it. Maybe he comes back, has success and his, they wanted him back. There's no question about it. you can't deny his talent, but I'm just telling you, knowing this organization, like I do the baggage is the Bauer baggage is, is too strong. I mean, yeah, 
I was just, like I was saying, I mean, I'm not saying it was Bauer's remorse for <laughs> signing him back in, in 2021, but this yeah, organization, yeah. they signed him to a three-year deal. It wasn't a five, six, seven, or eight-year deal, so it did mitigate the risk to a certain extent. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, the right deal at the, at the time because you knew there was some risk. You know, didn't anticipate this kind of risk. You mentioned the idea of, of you know, trying to still find a way to stay under the, the tax threshold. You know, what, what kind of trade avenues? That, I mean, that's really the only way they can. It's, it's through a trade. Who, who are some options? Just to briefly explain that Do you th- or, or, or kind of dive into it. Do you think there are any options to be traded that are like significant enough salary? I mean, you could think like CT3, um, Tony Gonson's going to be somebody who's going to get a, a decently, you know, sized uh, pay bump this year as a super two. What do you think on all? Give me your thoughts on that real quick. Go ahead. I think like Chris Taylor is a guy who I think, I mean, even though he had a bad year last year, if you look at uh, hitters with a minimum of 400, 450 plate appearances, he had the highest strikeout rate of any of them. He was mm-hmm. Chris Kaler, like we were saying. Yeah. But still a 93 WRC plus, meaning his bat was 7% below league average. I think he bounces back. I think this organization values him to a point where look at that deal, four years, $60 million deal. I mean, I just don't, I think that this is going to come down to the Dodgers looking at themselves and saying, we're going to start the year and we're going to see what we get from Miguel Vargas, what we get from Gavin Lux. Do, does Max Muncy and Chris Taylor have a bounce back year? Freddie Freeman, there's still tons of talent on this team. This starting lineup is still better than I would say 90% of the league. I mean, you've got Will Smith Man. who hasn't even truly emerged. You have yeah. Freddie I, Freeman. I mean, I say I strongly disagree with your take on, on your tweet from the other day about that lineup being like a top man. You look at those names on paper, the bottom four in this lineup. Woof. If, if, if they play it's a up to trash their trash lineup, if they return to their what they're capable Hot of doing, and I, I just truly believe in the star power of of that top the, that top three. I still think that yeah, but Will Smith think has back another to year. what Ron Say told you when he was sitting in this seat when he talking about you had the bottom of the lineup JD filled Martinez, with two hundred hitters, two hundred hitters, JD trying to win a World Series. J.D. Martinez is a better hitter, right? I'd rather have J.D. Martinez oh, yeah. on my team than Justin Turner. The middle Fully of agree. your lineup, a designated yeah, hitter, yeah, a guy we're talking that can, about like a top five solid top five in this lineup for sure. And J.D. Martinez, another big reason he was signed, crushed lefties last but that's year. Why, to me, OPS you just asked me about up. trades. Yeah. I, to me, I think uh, Bri- the, the price for Brian Reynolds is too high right now. But too damn high. It's too, it's too high at the moment. But I do think you look at some other outfielders out there that are uh, a Max Kepler, a guy that can help this team possibly. I mean, we'll see what they can get from Trace Thompson and James Outman and guys like that. But I still think that this I think really what it's going to come down to is this team is going to make a decision at some point during the season. Is it worth the prospect capital to go out there and get a guy? Because they saw what they did last year by sitting on their hands and not doing anything and relying on some of those injured players to return that that wasn't enough. And I also think, too, man, it's been too long for this organization to not make a big blockbuster deal. And I think (laughs) that you want to keep those chips. We're good for one a year, right? Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, since the Scherzer Trey Turner deal that that really shook things up in the 2021 season last year. I mean, you get Chris Martin, you get Joey Gallo and I mean, guys I like that. I kind of look at Freddie Freeman as a blockbuster deal. And, oh yeah. And, there's and, a blockbuster and, signing like, for yeah, sure. Signings moves. Um, yeah. And, and there's happening no, at any point of the year. There's no question about that, but I still think that when you look at this team, I still think that if they think the value, because look, the Dodgers of 2019 and 2020, 
the whole sport has changed drastically yeah. because you have small market teams like the San Diego Padres signing Xander Bogarts to 11-year deals. You have the Philadelphia Phillies signing Trey Turner to an 11-year deal. You yeah. have the Mets and Stephen Cohen spending more money than anyone in any sport. That's the most expensive roster ever put together. If I had $384 million to put together a roster, I would definitely do it better than Stephen Cohen. I'm not even that big of a fan of that Mets roster. I'll tell you that right here now. So I That's how I feel about the Dodger roster, at least on, on the offensive side of things this, yeah it's not it's not a very sexy roster it is i mean it's i mean i, I wouldn't say right I, it's an incomplete roster it is yeah. it's an incomplete yeah, roster but yeah. well, well i mean this I, I guess i decided to randomly just go in on your on your lineup i'm uh, here tweet. for it <laughs> i think there's some oh, I, I think what, what people are considering with this roster though is the down years that muncie and chris taylor yeah, had they absolutely last season. need to bounce back and and there's a likelihood they do bounce back but still you know you don't know what you're gonna if if 2022 was a flash in the pan with Trace Thompson, who, by the way, disappeared in September, uh, there's a reason they didn't call up you know, James Outman at any point. There's probably potentially a reason they didn't try to find a way to get more Miguel Vargas in the lineup. You know, yeah, maybe that's I, just me being incredibly pessimistic no, about it because I mean, I've been, you know, we've been all been burned by this team as fans uh, over the last yeah, no. <laughs> few seasons in different ways, shapes and forms. Yeah. Hope is a hell of a drug, right? Yes, I mean, sir. like, I think you definitely are betting on a lot of things to happen. Can Gavin Lux continue to produce? But also think about this. If Miguel Vargas is the guy we all hope he is and is a potential rookie of the year candidate, you have. Miguel Vargas and JD Martinez supplementing where Justin Turner was taking was clogging up a lot in the middle of that lineup and not producing. So I still, I mean, I really like this Dodgers lineup, and I know that this team isn't going to just allow this team to have these holes. I mean, you, when you sign Mookie Betts to a 12 year deal, you say, Hey, we're going to compete for world series titles. What does Mookie Betts say? One of the reasons why I sign with the Dodgers is because they're competitive every year that they put together a team that has a chance to win the world series every season. I'm sure when they shared their vision to Freddie Freeman, it was something similar. So mm -hmm. you're not going to say, Oh, we're going to punt on the 2023 season just because we think we might have a chance at Shohei Otani. You know how many teams want Shohei Otani? Every big team wants Shohei Otani. And yeah. I, I want to see Shohtani <laughs> in LA just as bad as anyone else. But the Dodgers, they I think they're slow playing this on a very smart level because they have all their chips. They have their prospects. And the one thing they have with Trevor Bauer now, no matter what the outcome is, is they have clarity on it. They know exactly yeah. what they're up against from a CBT standpoint, from a roster construction yeah. standpoint. And we know that for where Andrew Friedman they're going to want to, whatever decision they make with the Trevor Bauer, they're going to want to change the narrative heading into the pitchers and catchers reporting. Do you really think that they're going to say, okay, we're going to release Trevor Bauer. He's going to sign with another team. They know how the fan base is going to react only just to put this same roster on there. That's not what the Dodgers are going to do. They're going to want to do something to make this fan base get excited heading into spring training and this team. Because, look, let's be honest. When you win 111 games, Clint, it just becomes so robotic and every day and people like that win just you know they fall, roll out of bed and get a win but it's yeah. not the case <laughs> yeah you, i don't want to win 111 games ever again do you see espn's projection yeah let's let's get into that so to button up the bauer thing uh we're gonna talk more about it this week because they're gonna eventually make a decision you got something super quick another uh super chat Woo! call me uh call me m4 once again, again thank you thank you for another super chat, two dollars super chat. He said, "You guys have a good day now. Good talk. Thanks for that, man. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate that. You. That's what's in. Oh, there's another oh, one. There's another one. There's another one. There's so many. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Super another. Chat. Call me for again. 
Uh, call me M4 again. $5. If you're thinking pure baseball, you keep him and don't let him go to another team. Good discussion. That's what's that's what's nice here. Good night, guys. Sweet. Thank you much. Appreciate, appreciate that. Appreciate, appreciate you. that. Thank you. You know, I don't... I don't. But, uh, do we just leave this? We, we, we walk away from it, right? Because, again, it, it's so much more... You know, other athletes in the past have faced similar, worse, uh, whatever, lesser accusations um, and have been brought back to play with their team and become cult legends, you know, still with their team. I think the biggest difference now from a bygone era is that this is the era of social media and reaction and everybody has a voice, even if it doesn't. Like I said earlier, your voice doesn't matter to the club that much. You know, your opinion doesn't matter to the team. Our opinion, my opinion, does not matter to the team. They're still going to see it. We're all still going to see it. We're all still going to formulate opinions based on people tweeting or Instagramming, and I guess more so tweeting or redditing certain things or whatever. So that's what makes like now different versus 2004 or something is that there's a voice that's out there and it's going to be constant and people won't stop talking about it. But I'm sure, uh, not, I mean, literally I am sure I am positive. We'll have more conversation about that this week or this whole thing this week uh, about uh, the decision being made. Um, I, mean, I don't know if this one's worse or better than, than uh bronze from back in the day, but I was going to say, shout decision. out LeBron. Shout, shout out, out LeBron. LeBron. Let's go. And Jim Gray. But yeah, you talked about the power rankings. Um, ESPN using the magic power of, of uh, steamer, which is fan graphs. They have Dodgers as the ninth ranked team on the power rankings. What were your uh, initial reactions to that chief? I'm fine with that. I think as long as they're in the mix, in this day and age of Major League Baseball, you can go from nine to one very quickly. Just ask the Padres last year. Just ask the Philadelphia Phillies. You really want that ticket to the dance, and you want to have some flexibility to improve your roster and address your needs as the season progresses. That's so big. I like that under uh, that underdog, that chip on your shoulder. Hey, Dodgers, you had to go out there and prove something. Ninety wins, ninety wins. I mean, that's pretty much the Dodgers like in July. Seven, yeah. These days, you know what I mean? Like ninety wins. Uh, that would be the the lowest total since 2012, which shows you how far this club they won 80. Uh, this club has come 86 wins in 2012. If they get to 90, uh, I mean, you know, it's funny. Um, I was looking at some of the numbers and 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 looking back at, at 2018 and how bad we all felt that that team was, and they still just rolled out of bed and won 93 games. Oh, that 2018 team. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I dumb. love that team. So dumb. But um, 92, 71, I think. They uh, the rankings again at nine, and I, I agree. Uh, what's his name? Br Br some Bradford Doolittle, I think it is, was was the one who penned up this ESPN. Yeah, Bradford Doolittle penned it up. I I enjoyed it. It's a good read. Check it out if you have the the ESPN. But um, one of the things I do like is that he defends the Dodgers, and he's kind of surprised to see him that uh, this low. Uh, is because one steamer isn't at, uh, apparently as high on Syndergaard. And J.D. Martinez, where those are two dudes I'm actually pretty high on coming to L.A. Because, one, we know what the Dodgers do with pitching. They magically fix everybody. Which is funny as we come out of Bauer segment where we're saying, oh, maybe you can't pitch it. Anyway, Syndergaard is going to be good for Noah over here. He's going to be good for the Dodgers in Dodger blue because we got Mark Pryor. We got Connor McGinnis. We got... Uh, the other guy who I always say his name first, but then now I just My forget Grove? his name. No, <laughs> no uh, I mean, they got the magic pitching factory here yeah. in L.A., but no, not Michael Grove in this situation. Thank you. Um, and with J.D. Martinez, I don't know why people are so low on him. 
when I mean he's due to hit forty three uh, doubles last year. Yeah, yeah, the bombs are down, but yeah, you know the I LPS mean, is still good. Yeah, I think JD Martinez, the isolated power is down, and that's kind of the main metric they use to evaluate designated hitters these days. Hit sixteen home runs last season, but if you look at twenty twenty one, hit I think twenty one home runs, still made the All Star team the last two seasons. Projection wise, yeah, you can see why they're down on him a little bit, but I think he's really out to prove he's still one of the best hitters in the league. I mean, he's had a one forty seven WRC plus in the last eight seasons combined. That's one of the best in baseball during that stretch. So he's been consistent throughout his career. And I think that he's ready for that change of scenery. And I think that he's out to prove that, Hey, he still has a lot left in the tank. So I'm definitely high on just dingers. It's really more like just doubles at this point of his career with the 43 doubles, but that was still tied for fourth highest in all of major league baseball. But yeah, I mean, if you compare his numbers to Justin Turner's, I'm more focused on what can just, um, can he do in the postseason with that 987 yes. postseason OPS? Because he puts together, a real professional at bat and I think that it's it's he, he's at the Dodgers in a great state of stage of his career reunited with Mookie Betts I think Freddie Freeman I mean think about having Rob Van Skoyak I mean the guy that totally helped revamp his swing and yeah. really changed the trajectory of his career but just think of that clubhouse with Freeman and JD Martinez talking hitting I mean that is going to trickle down to the rest of the guys and you have the kids coming up at the right Great Damn point. Time. One of the things that that this exercise on ESPN and you know way too early power rankings. Let's be real. One of the things it doesn't take into consideration is what you know what what's James Outman really going to do? What is Miguel Vargas? Who again? He's going to be the man in 2023. Whether or not he could live up to that or not, you know, is he going to be you know a uh, uh, 2020 Gavin Lux or is he going to be? 2016 Corey Seager. You don't know. We don't know. I'm ex very excited to see what this guy can do because we've been talking about him a whole lot over the last calendar year, uh, but we didn't get a chance to see him. You know, he was teased, and then we didn't get a chance to actually see him do anything uh, during the season. But it doesn't quantify for for those type of moves what Michael Grove might do, or you know, Pepio, or uh, uh, if we're going to see some Gavin Stone, if it is going to be Stoner season, because that that you know that's a dude who was really kind of the sneaky you know sneaky best dude uh, in the farm system last year, pitcher uh, minor league pitcher of the year. Uh, coming out of Double uh, A, Triple A, did he make it up Triple A? He did, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Gavin Stone coming soon. Yeah, he's going to be on the show at some point in the next few weeks. He just so. spoiled it. Oh, it was a little, pr a little about, promo. Don't, don't tell him about Max Muncy. Okay. Don't, right. Okay. Or Lux. Yeah. Okay. Or Lux. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no oh, crap. Well, well, guys. Uh, wait. Wait. Wait, what? So wait, wait but uh, wait, Clint, wait, though, wait, wait, to wait, your wait. point, oh, okay. to your point, Mister Mister Pasias, yes. the Dodgers he though, name, name. they're yes. also built to win regular season games. No one knows how to win regular season games quite like the Los Angeles this Dodgers. Team could roll out of bed and win ninety nine somehow. Yeah, uh, and when you talk about game planning, when you, when you talk about just don't win a hundred or more. That's all I want. Wow. Get, I want you. I want them to win 87 for you. That's what you that, want. We win 87 games, chip confirmed. But Let's I'm still going to be – I said that, but I will still oh, – er, every loss will burn. It's yeah. gonna be, I don't know if I can live through an 87 year, win season. Uh, Dodger fans need that. Most of these kids these days haven't been kicked the season, in the dick. I you know? want 112. Respectfully. I'll kick the <laughs> – Think That's of, a good point, think though. Think of how bad this team was in 10 and 11. Like, we watched that team. You watched the 2005 team. It was trash. 
Trash, absolute trash. Trash, trash, trash. <laughs> you got to lose I before you like can trash, win, right? Yeah, you got to learn how but... to lose before you can learn how to win. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine with the Dodgers being there. Look, hey, at least the San Francisco Giants, the San Francisco Giants, are not going to be as good as we all thought they might have been with the Carlos Correa signing. So I still think the Dodgers, they're going to roll out of bed and be in the postseason no matter what. Whether they win the division, which I still feel they're going to do. I mean, the Padres haven't won the division since 2006. Cody wasn't even born yet. So <laughs> I think it's going to be. <laughs> That's factual. I think... That is factual. I was 2006. Dude, I was like not yeah. even an idea. You were even yeah. a conversation. He was negative, he was negative 15. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. He's not that young. Everybody has a gag. I like it. Almost that, 21. That's the joke. That's huh? what's in. Yeah, that's what's in. Um, you got you got some uh, supporters in here. Uh, Ray Ray uh, Barrios says tainted, but twenty twenty ring still counts. Twenty twenty ring is a legitimate ring. It's just I th- I <laughs> yeah, want I more. I can see him reading it. I want more. <laughs> okay, I want more. Never satisfied. That's Doug's deepest darkest more. secret. More. Give us more ring. We want we want eight. Eight's an even number. Shekador says legit, just like eighty one. Luis says. I see you, Louis. Says, "Hey, hey, do the thing, do the thing, or do the thing with the thing." I agree. That's a good. That's a good point. V and V podcast. Thanks for hanging out. Says this Dodgers roster is awful. I think it's it's a holy roster. See, it's holy. It's holy. Yeah, yeah. Sex with Swiss cheese. <laughs> did you say? Did you say sex with Swiss cheese? It's like SC's defense did against Tulane. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. This, Doug wants to open a can of worms. That's what he wants to do. <laughs> yeah, at least we competed in uh, something that people know. So. Hey, we lost a pit in the Tony, Tiger Tony the Tiger cereal bowl. bowl. Roach has 69 games. Chip confirmed. We appreciate that as Let's always. Go. Appreciate you, Roach. Uh, Irving says the Dodgers will win 95 games in the 2023 regular season. But do they win a World Series? Hey, we won the World Series, and when we won 43 games in 2020, won the World Series. We absolutely can win it with 87 wins. Big know? Blue 78, any news on Ray, uh, Reynolds' trade rumors? You got anything to update them on? Well, no, the, the latest is that John Morosi listed the Dodgers as one of the top three teams where he could land, which was a lot of nothing, and the prospect capital is going to be very expensive. I think the Dodgers will wait till closer into the season to address that need, but hey, make no mistake about it, he'd be a fantastic fit. Like I said, if, he, if the Dodgers traded for him, it would be a wrap. It'd be Reynolds' wrap. The Dodgers would have the best roster, the best lineup. I'm I mean, telling you, he would... So the switch hitter, I love the idea. I would rather see Brian Reynolds. Yeah, I'd rather see that Ryan Reynolds. I said Brian, Brian, B R Y. Where is he at on your list? He's an A, B, or C actor. No. Um, fuck, I forgot. Under three more years of team control. Yeah, I would rather see that. Like, like if we're talking, if people are talking about an improving quote, you know, improving at the shortstop position or or in the outfield. Hell yeah, Brian Reynolds would be the move because there aren't any other shortstops left. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We don't know where Carlos Correa is apparently going to end up. So, segue MLB news. Let's quickly get into it. More free agents off the board. Uh, Noah's Angels signed uh, Brandon Drury. So uh, check that out. Halostoday.com. Corey Kluber to the Red Sox. Hey, Sox, man. They got an incredible rotation going, you know, for like 2016. Dodgers retirement home. (laughs) They got Chris Sale, Corey Kluber, other human American names. Rich Hill goes to the Pirates. My boy, Dick Mountain, going to pitch in in his age 43 season. Uh, year 68 in the league, so that's pretty cool. Nate Ivaldi goes to Texas, does not come back home to the Dodgers. 
Hey, watch out, man. Then the Rangers, they're looking like to spend a lot of money for that. I'm happy that about it because place finish. There, yeah, exactly. Hey, who right? finishes better, Angels or uh, or the Rangers? Easily the Rangers. <laughs> you gonna let him get away with that? Easily the Rangers. Are you kidding me? I watch the. I'm gonna watch the Angels as closely as the Dodgers, hope, hoping for their demise. So they have to trade Otani. You cannot let Otani get away for a compensation pick. Only the <laughs> Angels could let something like that happen. They messed up hard by not trading him last uh, last winter. Or show last me the show, hey. Yeah, but the the biggest news: Carlos Correa is still technically a free agent because the Mets didn't like the medicals. Apparently, the Giants tried to re-engage, and Farhan is like, uh, yeah, they don't want anything to do with us. Yeah. You know, the Mets are trying to figure it out. Boris, Steve Cohen, they're trying to figure out something to make that contract work. Uh, most likely, what they're working on right now is, you know, in injecting some language into the contract that says, like, hey, if his ankle goes to shit, uh, we get some money relief back. Thanks, Chief. I don't know how they do that in more legalese, but uh, that's what they're trying to do. I don't think he is really trying to go any, uh, elsewhere, but 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 people love having fun with the idea of Carlos Correa as a Dodger because might as well. Bauer's going to be a Dodger. Hey, let's make Carlos Correa a Dodger. Now you're going to have some real fun. Can the Dodgers sneak in? Give us the yes, give us the no, give us the why. I would say no. I mean, I think right now it's, it's a game of operation. You have Stephen Cohen going, ah! on the game of operation. Are we even sure he has a right leg? I mean, has anyone <laughs> spotted him walking around with that? But no, I don't think that it is. And I think we saw Scott Boris change the restructure, the framework of J.D. Martinez's contract a few yeah. years back. We know that he wants to be a Met. I think that's the big thing. I think both sides want to make that deal work. And that's why I think at the end of the day, he will be in New York. Like I said, even before any news came out, a 13-year deal, a 12-year deal for Carlos Correa, you're going to be pushing him to first in a wheelchair at some point in the duration of that contract. But the, the, I think it makes sense for the Mets because the Mets want to win now. If they can get one or two World Series titles or even a World Series appearance in five or six years of Carlos Correa at third base and he's having those big postseason moments, that that's that you almost look at it, Clint, as deferred money. Yeah. You know, some of these deals, you know, and yeah, the Correa time. <laughs> give him yeah. give him that uh, that Bobby Bonilla contract. <laughs> five billion, That's five million dollars for the next seventy-eight yeah. decades. Let's go. <laughs> the bony deal, yeah. But the, will the Dodgers go in there? Look, if there was a New team, York Carlos Correa, they're changing the name of yeah. the team. Go ahead. My no, bad. I'm saying if there was a, if there was a path to Carlos Correa and the Dodgers, this would be that path, and the they, uh, they catch rebounds. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But the, the Dodgers feel like the absolute only team that would sneak in there and offer like like two and a hundred. Yeah. Or yeah. No, I mean at the. We, with the medical, it'll probably be at the league minimum one year, you know, one. No, but I think that's the thing. If they could get, that's why I think the Dodgers are in a position where I don't think they love Carlos Correa that much. No, I really no. don't think they do as well, a did player. Well, you hear the clubhouse or the fan base wouldn't like it. The fan so, base you know, wouldn't like it. The Dodgers it. love listening yeah. to the fans. Do the Dodgers make their own decisions about anything these days? No. You know, it's no. the fans, it's the players. No, they go check our polls on uh, Twitter. That's what they do. Uh, Julio, hashtag DN polls. <laughs> hashtag DN polls. Hashtag sure you, you subscribe to that hashtag. Uh, Julio Diaz says, Happy New Year, 2023 Dodgers fans. Happy New Year. Julio Victor Fuentes says, Carlos Correa. You want him? I mean, Correa. Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa. There no it is. way of Correa. Yeah, no. He's going to go to the KBO. The KBO? Yeah. It's better than the Savannah Bananas, I guess. All right. Hey, whoa, you take Or the, your softball you team. You take that. Yeah, I don't want him on my softball. No, I do need a shortstop. What's your team's name? I already got the bad ankle. We're Netflix and chill, bro. Oh, that's right. Netflix and chill. Hell That's yeah, this up. is like year 57 of Netflix and chill. Let's go. Boomer Assassin says, Ryan Reynolds to the Dodgers, $20 million per picture. <laughs> I love it. As you know, <laughs> he's the actor, man. Hey, man. Shout out. My mom loves Ryan Reynolds. It's her guy. 
Deadpool. But, uh, she got a she got a poster of him up in your in her bedroom. She probably does. You know <laughs> what do you got? What do you got, Cody? Oh, I just said Deadpool. I said just said Deadpool. Oh, ah, thank and you. Rex it. Here he says we got Will W says Re- magic oh, yeah. won't Rex have it. a yeah. cheater. <laughs> Who what now? Uh, Matt, uh, Will W says magic won't have a cheater. Yeah, I think at this point we've talked about that ad nauseum. I ain't gonna yeah. be here. <laughs> like I said, the narrative, the, the narrative would be interesting though. Like let's just picture this little thought exercise. He he goes to the Giants, like oh, I predicted. One, 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 one important thing. Dave Luna says I'm tired of Carlos Correa talk. Same. I, th- I thought you. it was done, but then the Giants said. Oh, and now the Mets are like, oh. and they keep bringing me back. They keep bringing me back. Yeah. And anyways, you were saying this. What I was saying is, if you want to paint the picture as, imagine that though, if you're Carlos Correa and the deal falls through with the Mets, it falls through with the Giants and the Dodgers. He's like, I want to stick it to the Mets. I want to stick it to the Giants. I'll sign with the Dodgers and help them win. But here will end any Carlos Correa hope for you. You ready? The reason why there is zero chance that he'll end up on the Dodgers, no matter what, yeah. is because the Minnesota Twins they know his medicals better than anyone out there. He played for the Twins for one year, and the Twins were still willing to offer him a 10-year deal at almost $300 million. So I think at the very least, they can fall back and sign with the Met for the Twins for almost $300 million. I don't know. It kind of feels like they sort of have pulled those contract offers back. I think they have, but I mean, even if it's a six-year, a seven-year, the Dodgers won't go as high as the Twins no, would no, go. No, you know what I'm no, saying? No. Like, There's just no but wouldn't scenario. You, wouldn't you play for $50 million a year? I, I going would cons- over that CBT either way. Might as well just... To the moon, just baby. Go, oh, we got to get our boy Trace Howard season in here, guys. Oh, Trace, Trace. I was going to say, right on brand, Trace Trace Hayward season 2022, $1.99. Uh, super chat. Thank you for the super Woo! chat, by the way. Hayward <laughs> Hayward will hit 15 to 20 home runs. You know, I kind of feel like I'm the, only, I'm the only guy. Thank you for the super chat, by the way. I kind of feel like I'm the only guy who's quasi-high-ish on Jason Hayward. I don't know if it's because we met him. I was about to say. But but I mean, when I say quasi highish, it's because like like my expectations are just rock bottom for him. So like quasi highish are are him hitting, you know, what like Cody hit last year. Not that one, but Bellinger. Yeah. You know. Are you kidding me? He was cool with me at Dodger Stadium, so I think yeah, he gets he, comeback player of the made, year and MVP <laughs> votes. He made, he made fun kidding. of your Jim Beam sweater. He made fun of my my ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah, yeah and he's saying that was why it wasn't hitting the ball hard. I got the little hitting instruction, but yeah, hey, you hit the ball hardest of anybody there. Those busted ass squish balls. This guy's roided out of his gourd. Exit velo, bro. That's how he's able to. It was bust so random. It was like a murder that. scene. My baseball savant scene page looks like a murder scene. It's crazy. <laughs> Through the roof. Perfect timing here, right here too. Because seven five seven flipper says hit the like button for D Max. Make sure you guys mash that like Thanks, button. Flipper. And uh, you know, subscribe to us on YouTube while you're here. If you're if you're you're, you're, you're cool with us and appreciate Thanks for rocking with us. Bunch. That's what's in. I'd love you if you did it. Uh, but anyways, enough Carlos Correa talk. Quickly, the best of what's left on the free agents. We got to, we got to get through uh, fake. What do they call those resolutions? Uh, I don't know if we're calling them fake or real. Whatever they are. Imagining resolutions, by the way. We had the article done by the great, the incomparable Noah Cameras on our DodgersNation.com. Check it out if you haven't yet. Best shortstop options left is I think this is still the same list. We got Elvis Andrews, we got Alcides Escobar, we got DD Gregorius, Andrelton Simmons, and Jose Iglesias. We talked a little bit about it a couple weeks ago. Iglesias is is the one guy who's kind of a hitter on there. Simmons is probably the best defender on there, but any of these guys, you know, tickle your fancy in any way over Gavin Lux? They really don't. I've always liked Elvis Andrews as a player. If you looked at defensively, he's one of the better defensive shortstops. You want Elvis to enter the building? Elvis, I, 
I was thinking of some way to work it in there, but um, I got <laughs> I'm you, old sugar, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, he had a really nice finish with the White Sox, had a 116 OPS plus over his last 43 games. But I think if you're going to go that route at the bargain bin version of the shortstop, I think you do just give Gavin Lux the opportunity to play the position. And then you see if you can play the trade market and see if a name like Willie Adamas becomes available during the season. I think none of those guys are going to move the needle offensively. I think defensively, they're absolutely more trustworthy than a Gavin Lux potentially could be. But I think Gavin Lux is going to surprise some folks with his range, with his ability to take over the position. If he's truly given the opportunity, I still have my doubts that I mean, I think it's probably nine, you know, eighty-five percent. He'll be that opening day shortstop, but I still yeah. think if a deal becomes available at the right price, maybe the Dodgers realize the value of having a more experienced shortstop and just not passing that torch just yet. But I also think too, Miguel Vargas. You saw him at second, at third base. Yeah. I think you want to work things around Max Muncie. I think you'll see more Chris Taylor in the infield. But no, Elvis Andrews not gonna not gonna have it for me. Yeah, uh, I'm not not very high on any of those guys. Plus, I like what you were, you were kind of alluding to or what you said earlier. You you can, in theory, run this team, this this at least offensive roster out as it is right now and for the first few months, see what you're going to get, see if Luxie can you know uh, hit lefties better because that's, that's going to be a big concern because you know i i don't like the idea of platooning at shortstop they've kind of done it in the past it's been a long time but um you, you want to see what Lux can do at the position offensively and defensively and you, know, you have the ability to still make trades in season not just in july either so they they could figure something out you know you know they're gonna have uh, they're gonna have some sort of conversations going with the Brewers and and yeah. and Willie Adamas and whoever else is available out there. Really, I mean he's kind of be the guy. Or you find a way to, you know, uh, I guess mask any potential weaknesses at shortstop. And hey, let's go get Rafi Devers from Ooh. from uh, or or give me uh, Jose Ramirez. You know, go glove. Oh, go now glove. you're speaking my language. Freddie, Freeman, Freeman. Outfield. So right here, um, his lordship, Paul Morales, says, any news on Clutch Kutch coming to L.A.? There haven't been any updates on the McCutcheon camp for a while. Of course, um, the, he's kind of the best of what's left uh, on the free agent market in, in terms of outfield. You got McCutcheon, A.J. Pollock, and again, I'm going to say it. No, I don't want A.J. Pollock back. Tyler Naquin, Jerks and Profar. No, Jake Marizic. Uh, there, I mean, there are other like lower tier names like uh, damn, I was going to be a dick and say Kevin Pillar, bro, but no, I'm just, I'm just I like, we love Kevin. Nice. He's a nice boy. Shout out Kevin. Kevin. Uh, Albert Almora and then Adam Duvall, you know, he's, he's he essentially was the starting center fielder for the championship Bravos. Yeah, it's, it's, Duvall, not, it's not the ideal. Provide some pop, no question about it. You mentioned McCutcheon. Still, I mean, the power's declined. Hit 17 home runs last year. Doesn't chase, but he's a guy that is not going to be the solution for the Dodgers in the outfield. So yeah, none of those names are really going to excite or wow anyone out there. But wow. yeah, I mean, you saw. I mean, they signed Duggar, and you saw some of these names that they yeah. signed. I think what that really points to is how much do they trust some of these younger prospects. I think that more is a contingency plan, a little insurance for this team. But I don't see them going out there making any of those signings. I truly don't. I think, like we've mentioned, I think the trade route really is the way to go because there mm -hmm. are some of there are some top prospects looking at you, Michael Bush, who we've heard can rake. And everyone knows that Michael Bush has that hit tool. Yeah. And there's been a lot of seems like we've heard about him for so many years. But if he's such a great hitter, 
Why is he on the Dodgers bench? Why isn't they giving him more opportunities? And people say his best position is at first base. The last time I checked, who's at first base? Freddy! <laughs> Freddy! <laughs> so I think that there are some prospects that you could get value from. And I think for the Dodgers, too, do you really want to start the season and have the rest of the league say, oh, they really desperately yeah, need a short? Yeah, they de yeah. So they're going to have all the leverage in the world. So maybe a preseason trade in February possibly makes more sense for the Dodgers if they really want to go out there and make some moves. And like I said, one way to get your fan base to forget about maybe releasing a Trevor Bauer is going out there making a blockbuster trade. And I wouldn't put that past the Dodgers and Andrew Friedman. Yeah, it's like... Uh In a roaring stadium... Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. We're getting a divorce, but here's a here's here's a present. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's how exactly. you fix it. That's why my parents did it. Oh yeah. yeah they gave me a Super Nintendo. The more and you know. Just like it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Let's no. let's dive into that real quick. You know, let's, <laughs> let's explore that. Now I, I, I like I like Duvall. I like McCutcheon. I just don't like him as Dodgers as much. I would rather see what my boy Hayward can do because he's our best friend now. Best friend in the whole wide world. Pitching side, Michael Walker, Wade Miley. Uh, they're not going to sign any more pitchers. <laughs> you got like something that. over there. Like we got that. Cody Cam. Cody we Cam. Got two super chats. Woo! Trace Hayworth season. Back at it again. One ninety nine for Slug McCain. He said Slug oh, McCain. McCain. Slug Let's McCain. Go. We saw, we saw you guys been hanging around me too much. Did we? You haven't. You haven't put out any video with that yet. No, no. we're working on. We're, we're working, working on. It. We're getting a little yeah. mic'd up. Little mic'd, mic'd up. Doug McCain. Absolutely. And we, 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 you're going to be I sent. I sent. Uh, I sent you all the footage I had on my phone as well, right? I don't think so. Okay, I got some great stuff. I got I got Gary not caring about the rules. He's hitting in the cage with no helmet. Oh, safety first, Mister Lee. Safety is an option. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, another super yeah, chat. Diane Schroeder, nineteen ninety nine. She says, "Sorry, I'm late. Happy New Year." Diane, I saw Diane uh, popped in the stream earlier, and she said, "I thought you guys were done with live streams." No, we were just done with last year. We took she gave it. We, she we took one week off. Thanks for the super chat. She hasn't super chatted us since last year. So thanks, Diane. Relax. You need to relax. What a real, what a real <laughs> piece of work this guy is. Godmother of Dodgers Nation. Of this guy. Hepatitis C, you later, says Dodgers will lose to the Diamondbacks in the NLDS. You know what's more funny, the most funny about that? The Diamondbacks being in the NLDS playoffs. Wow. Well, I don't know. They signed Evan Longoria. Big time. Wow. He said he really wanted to win a championship, so he signed with the Diamondbacks. Yikes. Hey. Speaking of Dodgers Lewis resolutions, and walk through that door. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Dodgers resolutions, uh, I know this guy's got a bunch rich, ri uh, written down. I'm going to pull up the uh, the roster here, so I could just I could just make up BS along the way. But uh, we're going to let the whole we're going to let the whole gang play on this one. Yeah, right. This is going to be a real funny camera though, because. Either Noah, you're gonna have to get shorter, or Cody, yes. you're gonna have to get we'll, taller. We'll work with the camera guys. Yeah, yeah. You have to do, 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 I'm about to get Noah. Oh yeah, this is a great. This is a great shot. Anyway, so New Year's resolutions. What do you got? An yeah. 8K. My first one. Hold on, Nando 390 says, "I love your live streams more than I love my wife." <laughs> Nando, what what is happening that. in the stream <laughs> with Nando? The stream. Nando and then Roach was Roach really that said something about like 
He's borderline like divorcing somebody or something. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I like guys, I, like I hope everybody I like when is Jane happy. Vegas said that was a nice gift. Talking about the Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, gift. yeah, it was a guy. It's quality. So gift. I'll start things off. So my no first Sega Genesis. No Sega Genesis. I had them both actually. Um, wow, rich, rich kid. kid. <laughs> so uh, my first. New Year's resolution is to rediscover 2021 Max Muncy and Chris Taylor. Both had down years in 2022. Both struggled. Max Muncy in 2021 was one of the best Dodgers on the team. He led the team with a 139 WRC plus 36 bombs, made the all-star team. And then we know what happened, the torn UCL. And he just wasn't the same guy to start the year in 2022. He had a sub 600 OPS for three of the first four months. And yep. then what happened? He did a little James Harden step back, a little Nolan Arenado step back in his swing with his plant leg, really unlocked some things for Max Muncy. So if he can return to form and be that guy who a lot of the projections really like Max Muncy for yeah. next season, then Chris Taylor, a guy, like I said, swing and miss Chris last season, had a strikeout rate at almost 36%. But in 2021, contract year, Chris, we need that guy back. A guy, that guy. the walk-off walk -off king. Walk-off uh, uh, Octavius. Taylor, we need that guy back. So I want to get 2021 Max Muncy and Chris Taylor back. And I want to see the, the Chris Army knife. I want to see some more positional versatility. I want to see some more infield from Chris Taylor and getting him back to being that guy that can contribute in all areas because that could really help take this roster to a whole nother level. Because if we're looking at this roster and on paper, you see Chris Taylor and Max Muncy right now, you're not that excited because you're thinking about the year they had in 2022. So that is my first New Year's resolution. And what, let me kick it to you, Cody. No, What's that's me because I'm going to make sure I steal uh, any potential uh, okay. of this guy from Noah. My resolution is going to be uh, for Noah Syndergaard to get back to 2016 Noah Syndergaard. Just, just be Thor, you know? Just, just be the guy you were. Listen to everything Everything Mark Pryor and Connor McGinnis and the other guy whose name I don't remember right now tell you to do, and then you do it, and then you do it well, and then you be a good baseball player, pitcher, man. Thank Swagger you. jacked him. Hell yeah. I know what's, I know what's in. But he's you guys, like, he's in shambles right now. Look at Noah's shambles. Know, like, that was not very nice. That's all I'm going to say. That was not very nice. That was not very nice. Well, th so really, hey, hey, wait, don't be a Thor loser. <laughs> really, oh, you gotta blame. Really, gotta We're blame back, baby. We're the back. Dodgers website because I went to Dodgers.com, not a sponsor, <laughs> and his face popped up on the screen. He looked, he looked real, he looked real ready. You know, he's ready to go. He's feeling it. Anyways. Who you are you got. throwing to? What do you got over there? Who are you throwing to, Douglas? Um, well, first of all, let us know down below in the comment section what are your New Year's resolutions? Can be for a player, can be for this organization, anything Dodgers Dave related. Roberts. Dave Roberts. Oh, yeah. By the way, after you, you know, I saw a few fire Gavin Lux comments earlier. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, that's so good. Those so people are necessary. Best friend, um, best friend Gavin Lux. Gavin Lux, Lux man. So, Cody, what is your do first Dodgers New Year's resolution? My first, oh, you already said Muncie, but Muncie is also one of the, but Muncie is like, I have a specific, like, I think he's going to, well, I'm not going to spoil what the, what it is, but. Uh, the whole point. When are you going to do it? Oh, after the show? Fine. Oh, I guess, yeah. I mean, I said, I said Muncie's going to, I, I said Muncie's going to hit 40, 40 home runs. 40 bombs. Oh, he's finally okay. going to get past that 35 home run. Uh, I say 40. Let's go. I, I, I was going to say 45, but I don't know. 45 dingers 40. for Mash Muncie. Okay. 40, I think 40. There you um, go. My resolution is going to be a healthy Dustin May. Oh. I feel like our rotation really needs that health. As of right now, there's four injury-prone guys between Kershaw, May, Gonsolin, and now my guy Noah Syndergaard. I think Dustin May is a real X factor, and if he can be healthy, he can be a real number two guy after. Ooh, a number two. Wow. Number two guy because he's two. the shit. 
LA on YouTube says Dustin May to go off. So you got to somebody in agreement. Yeah, I mean, I, you jacked his wagger and he jacked mine. My next one was uh, get Dustin May to pitch like a frontline starter. Dustin May. <laughs> he just still goes into it. Well, my, well so I'm going to change it up. My resolution is for Dustin May to make the 2023 All-Star team. Tony Gonsolin had his big breakout year in 2022. Dustin May, when he came back against the Marlins, he was looking electric. Had those nine strikeouts and five innings of work. His stuff's so dirty, I take a shower right after I watch him pitch because he's filthy. And last year, what that really... Sounds like a medical condition. <laughs> I mean... Last year, it was the walks, and it was the command. Yeah. When I always say, if you want to be the man, you have to have the command. And I think if Dustin May can sure up that command, he can grow into being that frontline starter. If he does that, that changes the complexion of the entire rotation. So I still did go into it. So uh, <laughs> my, my resolution for Dustin May is to pitch at least one game with your cowboy hat on. Yes. I reckon that'd be a hoot and a holler. That would be a hey, that would be that'd be great. I'll, I'll tell you Dustin what. Mania, baby. Am I supposed to do one? Yeah. You know what? My resolution for Clayton Kershaw is to only spend one stint on the injured list this year. Just one. Just one nice fifteen day break and uh then uh, go win that Cy Young award. Thank you. Cody. You gotta write another one? Give me Curious, do something. Cy Young. And then he's like probably gonna be gone. Yeah, to yeah, be honest, yeah. probably gonna be gone afterwards. But to, to to he's like, I, I, with the Cy Young, I ain't gonna yeah. be here. Afterwards. I ain't gonna be here. But I say Cy Young for no, or for sorry, not no, not Noah. See Cy Young caliber. Yeah, Cy Young yeah, caliber. Yeah. But I would say young up and comer. Cy Young. Um, well, if I got the Noah Syndergaard one, I would have said he throws 100 miles per hour this year. But since you took Noah Syndergaard, I'm gonna say Will Smith makes his first All Star team. He got snubbed last year. This year he'll get his respect. All right, put some respect on his name. We got this. Keep Will Smith's name out of your mouth. Keep my will. I like Smith. it. That's, that's good. That's good. Keep Give yourself a man. Thank you. Topical. Topical. What nope. else you got? Oh, wait. Let's just find a couple let's, on, yeah, on here. Jenny Vegas says New Year's resolution is to go to a Dodgers Giants game at Dodger Stadium. Highly recommended. It's a good time. Or Dodger Stadium North, which is Oracle Park. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go there. I hear it's a little cold. And their attendance is down. We've got to help them out. My next one is for, look, everyone thinks that Miguel Vargas looks like Benny the Jet Rodriguez from The Sandlot. I want to see him in another movie called Rookie of the Year. And I want to see Miguel Vargas be the 19th Dodger to win Rookie of the Year. We know the Dodgers have had more Rookie of the Years than anyone in any franchise. So I want to see him carry on that tradition. I think he's going to get a great runway. I think the Dodgers have shown incredible belief in him. And this is the moment that I knew that Miguel Vargas was special. After he gets that hit against the Giants, and he just flat out steals third base, and the cameraman isn't even ready. They just cut to him, and he's head first sliding to third base. They asked him after the game about that steal. And he said, I felt incredible. I didn't think anyone could stop me. No one can stop you from winning rookie of the year, Miguel. So I got Miguel Vargas winning the rookie of the year. I like it. I'm I'm game with that. Also, it looks like there's there's commotion. Is there commotion? Okay. There was commotion. I got a, I got a resolution for my boy who threw me a baseball one time. Daniel Danny Hudson. Dodgers closer 2023. He's going to close down. He's going to close down. I don't know if it's still his uniform number. He's going to close down 41 games for these Los Angeles Dodgers in 2023. Because why not? I'm going to put numbers on it so I could be wrong. But he's going to be the guy. Danny, become the Dodgers closer in 2023. Just make it happen. I love that pick. I mean, the fact that it wasn't an arm injury. It's a knee injury that he's coming off of. I think he's going to be fresh. The strikeout numbers were great. Yeah, I love that. All right, next up, Mr. Noah. 
Um, I'm going to go Gavin Lux, prove everybody wrong, have a mean year at shortstop, defensively be good, but offensively I want him to hover around 300, all right? Not hit 300, but hover around it, 290 area. Let's just Like he did earlier in the year before he got hurt and came back and wasn't as good. Get, get closer to that mic yeah, next time. Uh, hover around 300, Gavin Lux. Okay. Gavin, Gavin Lux, Lux through there. Gavin MVP. Lux there, stand up. MVP, he just promised. I like got? it. I like it. Well, are we doing resolutions? Is it kind of? I guess it's predictions, right? Um, I mean, eh. whatever you want. More resolutions. I'm gonna go kind of bold on this one. Mookie's face of the franchise, so kind of continue on with the 40 trend. I think he's gonna join the 40 40. Ooh, 40 40 club. 40 40 club. Wait, you think you think Mookie's gonna steal 40 bay? Oh. I don't. I don't. Oh, wait, what's the highest he's gotten? Doug would probably know. Uh, I mean, it's like in the thirties, probably. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's like what it's probably like. Peak it messes. Years, it like messes up his bowling form. So, well, you know. I'm gonna say that's why I'm saying. But I'm if going there was, I mean, with, 40, 40. with the big, I mean, there are encouraging stolen bases next season. So. Yeah, they are encouraging stolen bases next season. Got the bigger bases. Yeah, this and is true. Bigger bases. You got the uh, the rule changes with uh, with pitchers and how many times you could throw over there plus the pitch clock. But yeah, yeah, yeah. his career might not be high bad. is thirty. Looking up right now, thirty in twenty eighteen. So ten 30. more than his career high. He did set his career high in home runs last season. So you never know, Cody. 40, I like 40. that pick. 40, 40, 40, 40 club. You just like saying it, don't you? Forty forty club. Why yeah, didn't for, Why didn't Matt Kemp go forty forty? Man, come on now. Like kept an MVP. It's so tough time. My next one for the Dodgers a resolution is stop relying on injured players to come back at the end of the season. If you got guys that go down during the year, don't bank on them coming back because we saw that bite them last season with Blake Trinan, with Dustin May even not contributing like they had hoped. Even Tony Gonsolin, the way he didn't contribute like they had hoped in game in the NLDS. So I want to see if the Dodgers have guys go down, address that need during the year, kind of like what they did by trading for Max Scherzer when they did, kind of like when they traded for May Machado when Corey Seager went down in 2018. 18. So don't rely on the guys on the IL. If you got to address a need, do it during the year because, look, you just never know how guys are going to respond and bounce back from injuries. Yes, I was listening to everything you said. That was a serious one for me. I just really don't want you guys to keep relying on these injured <laughs> players. Like, come on. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty damn reasonable. So uh, my resolution is I'm going to rely on uh, Walker Bueller to come back and then be the closer in the postseason. <laughs> I like that take. <laughs> I like that. I like hepatitis. See you later here, even though it's not quite a resolution. It's more in the prediction category, but whatever. We're just playing with it. it says Gavin Stone will have a Spencer Strider type emergence. Stoner can come up and, uh, you know, solidify that number six spot in the rotation. Yeah. I it mean, works. Be great. We lost belly. We need another stoner. You know, <laughs> I got jams Bellinger uh, to smoke more and more and more uh, while he, he smoke in Chicago all he wants. Ice Queen 7 says New Year's resolution D-Max signs 20-year, $400 million with Dodgers Nation. You agree to the terms hey, of that contract? Show me the money. I'll give it, it all to Shohei. It didn't, didn't. I'll give it all to Shohei. Shohei me the money. It didn't, uh, you ain't going to get Shohei for $400 million. <laughs> well, we'll all, well, then we'll get Diane Schroeder. We'll, we'll get the rest. We'll, she'll pay the rest. Diane Schroeder. Man. Cold-blooded. Diane Schroeder. Schroeder shoot. You, you, you want to do uh, another round of them, or are we, uh, we, um, we hitting the wrap it up button? On the count, it's uh, six. I got one more to go. Let's one see, more. Let's do one more. My All right, hold on. Last one We're for... One of you guys do one. Which, which, who's got something? Noah's got something. I'll make something up. Uh, let's <laughs> go jam that, jam that mic in his um, throat. Let's go. Freddie Freeman wins a batting title. He, he should have won it last year. Jeff McNeil stole it. So Freddie Freeman's going to get it this year. He's going to hit 330. Stop the steal. 
Stop. Uh, what do you got? What do you got? Mine would don't stop the prospect hugging. If you need to make a trade, make a bold move. Be bold. Live this year like it's your last because it could be the last year for Julio. It could be the last year for Kershaw. And really, this championship window I don't think is as big as a lot of Dodger fans realize or want to accept. You had something? Oh, okay. Oh, the last one I just remembered, I'm just going through the whole roster. I think they have to make at least one more move to get some outfield and infield depth. So that's my one more resolution just for Andrew Friedman. Let's just let's make one more move because they're a little thin right we'll now. We'll give Friedman a little laundry list of okay. That's what's no it. no respect to Brandon Gomes, Dodgers general. Oh my manager. god, that's true. Wow. Next <laughs> no, time we see him in the lobby. No respect. That's yeah, why we yeah. didn't get the interview. I'm surprised you're not still there waiting in San Diego for him to come back. He <laughs> said he was gonna do the interview with you. I'm gonna go back saying. tonight. But that's what we got today, guys. Uh, as we usually do, we we ran long, but a lot of good uh, top talk, a lot of good topics. The new year, new us, same us, whatever. But it's a good time. Hope you guys had some fun. Thanks for hanging out with us. Find us on the internet, DodgersNation.com. Go there, read there. That's a, a thing that makes us survive a whole lot all of us. So if you read our stuff, we'd appreciate it. Subscribe to Blue Heaven. We're on apple podcasts we are on spotify iHeartRadio, everywhere your podcasts are available for free appreciate it if uh, you'd go there and subscribe on there and listen to all the cool things that we do there which is a lot of things we do here on youtube so subscribe on youtube youtube.com tv hit the bell leave a like tell your grandmother she will enjoy the channel too appreciate you guys for helping us get to 60,000 subscribers in 2022 so let's get to 400 billion in 2023 i am real frg on twitter and instagram that guy is dmac underscore la on twitter and instagram we are dodgers nation on twitter on instagram on facebook on tiktok on are there other ones are there any other social media I? myspace on myspace check it out check us out we'll put us in your top 10 put us in your top eight i'm a top four kind of gal anyways <laughs> Thanks for hanging with us. Thank you for all the comments. Thank you for all the questions. Thank you for all the super chats. We will see you later this week, probably, because, you know, the whole, the whole situation that's going to happen with the Bauer and all that. Anyways, goodbye. Okay,